0: All right, cool. We're going to jump into the missing pieces of accountability, ladies and gentlemen. There are some missing pieces of accountability, and we're going to jump into those right now, okay? Now, so what's really, really cool is in the morning meetup, the first thing we do is accountability, and we decide what we need to accomplish, and we tell the masses. We tell our family members what we're going to accomplish for the day. Sometimes we go back and Uh, talk about the things that we did accomplish or didn't accomplish, which is really, really cool. Um, So that first 15 minutes from 745 to 8 o'clock, if you're not on the call that early, um, I know that you believe the call starts at 8, 8.15, but 745 to 8 o'clock, it's all accountability. You get to say the thing that you're going to accomplish. Well, I want to dig a little deeper into that, okay? I want to dig a little bit deeper into that and show us the missing pieces of accountability there's a few missing pieces now i'm not going to be able to get to all of it today so i have a part two tomorrow myron comes in on wednesday he hit me last night like we was on the phone he's like yo we were just talking i was like myron pull up wednesday i had something else planned but come on man our people need you so he's coming on wednesday that's really really cool um but i will this will be two parts two parts today Part one, tomorrow, part two. Depending on how much I can get through today, okay? I don't know, we might need a part three. Yes, Myron Golden will be here on Wednesday. All right. The first thing we need to talk about when we start talking about accountability is we need to know the mission. We need to know the mission in totality, as much about the mission as possible. We need to know the mission. You guys know what your mission is? Especially this last... This last quarter of the year, do you know what your true mission is? Do you know? If you know, throw it in the chat. What is the mission? What is the mission? What is your? Do you have a mission? I know I've got a bunch of missions. I got a bunch of numbers in my head, a bunch of goals that I want to hit. But what is the mission? Here's the thing. We have to know what we're looking to accomplish. Before we start throwing out things that we want to be held accountable for, I think it's very, very important to identify what the mission is first, and then we gotta identify all the stuff we need to be held accountable for to accomplish the mission. And and there's some of us that in our accountability, we talk about the things that we already have planned for the day that we don't need to be held accountable for. So for instance, I have a meeting tonight at 7.30. I would not add that to my accountability unless I have a habit of missing meetings. So I'm going say, yo, I'm going to the studio. I need to be held accountable to knocking out this content. Well, you already paid for the studio. You already paid for, for three hours. So you're going already. Now, if you're saying in that studio, I got to make sure I stretch to do X amount of pieces of content. That's a little different. Or I got to knock out these meetings. I want to be held accountable. You don't need to be held accountable for something you already doing that's already on your schedule, right? You already have planned. Okay. All right. So we need to know what we're looking to accomplish. Now, Here's another interesting question. How bad do we even desire to accomplish the thing that we're setting out to accomplish on our mission? How bad? So I am, you know what? And I'm being super transparent. I kind of want to work out, but not really. So I do need to be held accountable to go into the gym. but it ain't that serious to me. Now, some people may say, Dave, it's serious. You need to go to the gym and work out. Well, your belief is that it's that serious. And for me, it has not hit me here yet, the value or the importance of going to the gym. Now, the value and importance of eating better is important to me. I love cheese. I love it. I love pasta and everything about it and I love dessert, okay? A meal is not a meal until you have dessert, am I right? Is anybody feeling me? A complete meal is not a complete meal without something sweet at the end to balance out all that savory, okay? It just doesn't even make sense. It's like, why, what are we doing here? So for the last, May, it's been about a month and a half, two months. I've not eaten any dessert because my stuff yo, first off, all the judgment in the chat is not necessary. Okay. We don't I don't need all the I don't need all the judgment. Okay. That's not necessary. But the because I saw this little pudge and I did not like it. Ah, I really didn't like the little pudge. Okay. So for like the last month and a half, two months, I've not eating pasta, which is my first love, okay? Pasta is my first love. And dessert, I have not eaten dessert. Month and a half, two months. Now, that's something I I really didn't like the pudge. I don't want to go to the gym necessarily, but I don't want the pudge, so I'm willing to give up pasta and dessert because I kind of want it bad. This is just me personally, okay? The, the six-pack isn't a big desire for me right now. That I want it. If I could wave a magic uh wand over my belly region, I would do that 100% if I could low, if I could wave it, but it's just not that serious for me. So, my point in all that is none of this stuff matters if you don't really care about it. it's if it's not a big desire for you, I can't fix that. Okay? Like you have to really want it. I'm sorry. Well, we're running. Okay. If it's not a big desire for you, listen, so I want you to evaluate the mission that you're on or you claim to be on. How bad do you desire to accomplish it? Hmm. Oh, something's I'm still. I'm sorry. God. Let me just make sure I'm good. I'm sorry. Okay. How bad? If you, if it's not something that you really, really, really want to accomplish, you may be wasting your time. No amount of accountability is going to force you to do it. There has to be an internal desire for the thing that you want. So if someone holding you accountable, you'll always find an excuse because there's always an excuse. I am a realist. I am real with myself. I know what I want. I know what I don't want. And I know what I kind of want. And I can put the thing into buckets. There are certain levels of accomplishment that I I I I want to get to, and if you look at my activity, it will show. Next thing about knowing the mission: what are the consequences for failing this mission? Now, I, eventually, I'm I'm going to have to get really really serious about my health because the consequences for not accomplishing optimal health is death. Golly. The consequences for not being accountable for the thing that you want to accomplish is your wife having to work for the rest of her life, as you do, or your husband having to work for the rest of his life, or your children not knowing how to become successful because you can't teach them because you haven't done it. Those are consequences. That should be enough to move the needle for you. Am I right? It should be. There should be some consequences, and you got to know what they are. So, we want to be held accountable for things, but what are the consequences for not doing them? That's what we strongly need to consider. Let me ask this question. Let me ask this question. Outside of what are the consequences for failing the mission? that you claim to be on that uh, you really desire to accomplish? Do you have multiple missions? And if so, do the missions interfere with each other? These These are some things we need to consider. Do we have multiple missions? And if so, do those multiple missions collide? Do they interfere with each other? Okay. I have a really big business goal and I have a really important family goal. I need to accomplish this financial goal, which is going to require me to go hard. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Hey, y'all, I ain't gonna lie, man. They sent me this Eufy lock. Think about being on a couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key at school, and they... But I also want to build a tighter relationship with my children. I really need to go hard in this quarter. My question for you, do these goals conflict? And the answer is yes. And we can say, we can say, oh, I'll just bring my kids with me as I'm going hard. Well, really? Will that fix both sides? Probably not because even though your kids are there, you're not present. So I bring my daughter with me to work sometimes, but it's not like we're building a relationship. Now she, she learned some stuff, but I'm focused on the work. I'm building the work. So it's educational, but does it drastically improve our relationship? I don't think so. It's the conversations before and after. But what would be really cool if I said we're going out for the whole day and we're going to do what you want to do, not what I want to do, not just bring you along. Listen, you have to at least recognize and respect the conflict. You just got to just. in. you might have a great solution, but we have to recognize and respect that there is a conflict in your missions. You may have multiple missions that conflict. Does this make sense? If it makes sense, say it does. If not, say nope. I I don't know. And for you, it might not make sense. Uh, But it made sense to me because I've experienced it. Uh, I mean, Myron said something really, really cool. He said, um, when you're focused on something, something is out of balance. And when you're in balance, you're out of focus. When you're in focus, you're out of balance when you're imbalanced, you're out of focus, meaning if you're focused on your business, family life should be somewhat out of balance. There's going to be some need of you that you can't handle right now because you're super focused. Now, if you're imbalanced or, or, or you're focused on family, you're focused on health, business will somewhat be out of balance because that's not your focus. I'm focused here right now. Eventually, once you get to a higher level, you have systems where it doesn't affect the Business. It's not like the business is declining, but it's not growing at the rate you could grow it because you're focused on something else. And if everything is balanced, things are out of focus. If you're balancing them too, that means we're not focused on family, we're not focused on health, we're not focused on business. We're just balanced, which means we're not focused on anything's growth. So we got to recognize and respect the conflict. Got it? Okay. What are the consistencies, check this out. What are the consistencies that will drastically, drastically affect the mission long term? There's two parts of this, right? What are the consistencies? I'm I'm not talking about what do I need to do to accomplish something. What are the consistencies that will drastically affect the mission long term? Let me give you an example. If you walk for one mile every day or you read 10 pages of a book every day, you will not see a change tomorrow. You will not see a change two days from now. You will not see a change next week. You will not see a change next month. If you walk for one mile every day, you're not gonna see a change, I promise you. You just won't because the rest of the day is filled with all the stuff that you do. Now, if you walk for one mile every day for a year, you will see some changes. But we don't really focus on those things. We don't see the importance of reading 10 pages of the book because there's not a result tomorrow. However, we need to focus on the consistencies that will drastically affect the mission long-term. The next part of the question is, What are the activities that will get results right now? So walking them out every day won't make a change tomorrow. It won't make a change in two weeks. Now, if you go on a full body cleanse for seven to 10 days, you will see a drastic change. You will see something affected immediately. Knocking on doors, making calls every day you will see there's, you can force the change with drastic activity. That will help you tomorrow. But we have to consider both in the things that we wanna be accountable for. If you want someone to hold you accountable for the consistencies that will affect long-term, it's harder to be held accountable for those things because it's a longer run. But we also need the things that we wanna be held accountable to make the change. So. I'm talking about when we start talking about the things we want to be held accountable for, we have to consider both. We need consistencies and we need things that are going to change tomorrow. Okay. Y'all got it. So do me a favor, do me a favor. What are some things you want to be held accountable for long-term that will start to, and this is going to go into, um, this is going to go into uh, uh, the next part of this which is the habits. So give me something long-term, 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 long-term that you want to be held accountable for. Something that you want to do on a regular basis that you need to be held accountable for. Throw it in the chat, 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 throw it in the chat. In the chat. I want to see to keep up on my reading. This is good. It's good stuff, man. Absolutely. Want to keep up on your reading. Good, good. Gym, eating right, yoga. Absolutely. We just have to recognize and respect the fact that it's not going, we are not going to see a change tomorrow and we have to be okay with that. Making a post on social media once a day is not going to change anything for you right now. Long-term though, we will create a body of work. All right, thought in the chat real quick. What are some activities that we want to accomplish now that will make a difference tomorrow? Like I'm talking about by the end of the week. If we do this thing, we need we need a short-term accountability. What are those things? Put it in the chat. Throw it in the chat. Throw it in the chat real quick. Throw it in the chat. Throw it in the chat. I got more to talk about. Throw it in the chat. Throw it in the chat. All right, calling five people a day. Okay. Hire an admin. Okay. Creating all automating. Okay. Scheduling my reading. I love time blocking and staying with it. Good stuff. These are some of the things we need to be held accountable for. Good. You guys are doing great, man. You guys are great. Okay. Let me ask this question. What about me? Okay. And this is all going towards knowing the mission, right? What about me or you will interfere with successfully accomplishing the mission? Ooh. We're getting personal. We're getting personal, y'all. What is it? Get, just name something about yourself that will interfere with successfully accomplishing this mission. There's something. Oh, laziness, anxiety. Ah, I love it. My mind, multitasking, lack of belief, smoking weed, cleaning, being lazy. I love it. Distractions, anxiety, lack of organization. You guys are on it. I love the transparency, man. Golly, that joint warms my soul. Video games. Throw the Xbox out the third story window. (laughs) We got to do something drastic. (laughs) Yo, that would be an amazing piece of content if you said, hey, y'all, I really have I'm really distracted by this video game, okay? And I need somebody to hold me accountable. I am going to play the crap out of this game for the next week. But Friday, I am going to walk to the top of my apartment building and I'm going to drop it. So somebody make sure, listen, I'm gonna gonna go hard this week. But come Friday, I gotta get it all on my system. I gotta beat as many levels as I can. But this Friday, (laughs) it's going out there. It's gonna fly, it's gonna fly. Okay, all right, so here's the thing. What's really, really cool is once we know the thing about us that can prevent us from successfully accomplishing the mission, these are some of the things that we need to be held accountable not for doing the thing. We've gotta rid ourselves of these these toxic habits or the toxicity traits, if I'm using that right. We gotta rid ourselves of the ills that will kill our business. we got to get rid of that stuff. We probably need to be held accountable for those. The stuff won't matter if the thing inside of us will prevent us from being successful. We've got to rid us of that thing.
1: So that's all in. Knowing the mission. You didn't.
0: Did you know all this stuff went into accountability and picking what you're going to say on the morning meetup? I want us to refine the things we want to be held accountable for tomorrow. How many people are gonna come strong tomorrow with your accountability? I got some stuff to talk about. Too much on my plate. A little vibrational plates. It's great, a little vibrational life, all this stuff on your plate. That is a bar. Golly. <laughs> too much of my plate. You got a low vibrational life. You put too much in your plate. That's a bar, right? Okay. All right, let's get to number two. Let's get to number two. Number two, one was just knowing the mission. And we got to get really detailed into the mission. Now, number two, the goal should be to accomplish a level of unconscious. Competence. Okay. And I'll go through the four levels of competence uh, for those that know it. Uh, we got to start applying it. I know I do. So there's four levels of consciousness. How many people say, I do? I've studied this. I know. Say, I know the four levels of, co- of competence. How many people know the four levels of competence? Okay. I'm going I'm to get into it. Good, Brian. Good. Well read. You're well studied. Okay, good. Our goal is to reach unconscious competence, but this is not my, these are not my bars. I don't know. I got them from a bunch of places, but it was somebody that wrote them back a while ago, which made a whole bunch of sense. The first level is unconscious incompetence. You forgot, I'm going to remind you, Freddie, unconscious incompetence, meaning you don't know what you don't know. You just don't know what you don't know. So I started doing this podcast and someone mentioned to me that there are certain ways that you can make money from the podcast. He mentioned, actually, I was talking to Neil and he said, yo, you don't get affiliates from your the people that come on the show? I said, what's that? What is that? I just didn't even know. I didn't know that I didn't know. He said. You have somebody on, if they have something, you put it in a leg, and they buy from you. I said, whoa, look at me, unconsciously incompetent. I don't know, that I don't know. I not know it was a thing. Unconscious incompetence. The second level is conscious incompetence. Now, now that I know, at least I know what I don't know. Does this make sense? there's certain things. Listen, you guys are on the morning meetup right now. And there's a bunch of things that you don't know that you don't know. That's unconscious competence. You don't even know. So it's not bothering you that you don't know, because you don't even know that you don't know. But then we get to that second level. And this is called uh responsibility, where it's conscious incompetence. You know that you don't know. You're sure that you don't know. There's something that I don't know, and I know it. Oh, wow. So how do I do it now that I know that Let's say affiliates exist. Now I need to figure out how to know something about it. Make sense? So that is conscious incompetence. This is what we're growing today. Especially with every conference you go to, uh, every book you read. It starts to develop, it starts to take you from unconscious incompetence to conscious incompetence. Even the stuff we're reading in the EBIT revisited. Now we know. Now we have a certain level of responsibility. I can't say that I didn't know. I'm not mad at my children for being unconsciously incompetent. I'm not mad at my daughter for not knowing. But once I tell her and I realize that she knows, all right, now we have to have a conversation because you know you just don't want to do it. How many things you know, you know that you need to do but you just don't want to do it. I would rather be ignorant than stubborn. Ignorant says, I know, I just don't want to do it. Or or ignorance says, I don't know. Ignorance is like, yo, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know how I'm supposed to. Listen, I'm consciously incompetent. I know, but I don't know how to do it. I'm ignorant to how to do it. But when you become stubborn, that means, yo, I just don't want to do it. I know what to do. I just I just don't want to do it. I know what to do. I'm just lazy. I know what to do. I'm just stubborn. I'd rather be ignorant than stubborn. Okay. First level, unconscious incompetence. Second level, conscious incompetence. Third level, conscious competence. Meaning, I know that I know. I know that I know. And I'm doing it. I know how to do this thing and I'm doing it. I'm conscious and I'm competent. I know what to do and I know how to do it, I'm lit. But that's not where you wanna live. Conscious competence means I go in there to the studio. I think about set. okay, I'll set the camera this way. I put the mic here, bang, okay. We got the light here, okay, and then I record, bang. Then I'm checking everything, making sure it's cool. Got it. Or uh, let's say Marlon, he's in the, in the in the in the car rental space. Here's a little checklist. He got his checklist. Okay, I take the pictures inside, outside, tire reader. Okay, we got this. Bang, we're checking it. Oh, let me check my list. Okay, cool. I'm I'm conscious and I'm competent. I know what I'm doing. Okay, Bet. got it. Checklist. Got it. Boom. All right, we're done. I did it right. As conscious competence. But he doesn't want to live there. We don't want to live there. We want to live in unconscious competence. Meaning you don't even have to think about it. It just becomes... When you brush your teeth, my daughter right now, she's consciously competent. She knows to brush her teeth. But she has to think about it. She puts the little toothpaste on there or like she'll she'll she sticks her like the toothbrush little baby toothbrush in the water and she'll start brushing I'm like no 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 mama we gotta put the toothpaste on she's like okay, put the toothpaste on and then she brushes she knows but us we could be like super sleepy tired we just grab toothpaste put it on water and we're doing other stuff we're on our phone we're brushing we're getting every single morsel of it and we're we're good but do and then we 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 spit, mouthwash, tongue scraper. It's an unconscious comp it's just something we do automatically. Mastery. This is called mastery. So a kid that is good at basketball. They're just learning basketball. They're learning the moves. They're learning the steps. There are some things Michael Jordan does in a game or Kobe Bryant would do in the game. It's not like they, all right, I'm going to take off here. I'm going to come up and under like I'm planning it. It's like just an unconscious competence where I just, give me the ball, let's work. That's where we want to live. Some of our goals, the goal should be to be unconsciously competent, meaning the goal is to develop a habit. The goal is to develop a habit. When I jump in that podcast chair, there's no technicalities, no structure and questioning. I am unconsciously competent. I just do the thing. Why? We're running up on episode 300. Of course, we did it long enough. It's a habit at this point it's a habit at this point. The goal is to develop a habit. What is the definition of a habit? An acquired mode of behavior that has become nearly or completely involuntary. That is the definition of habit. An acquired mode of behavior that has become nearly or completely involuntary. Example, I want to be held accountable to save $20,000. Well, the, the the goal isn't to save $20,000. That is the big goal. But our true goal is to create a habit, meaning when we get our paycheck, it automatically, without thinking about it, is distributed into buckets. Right? So let's say, I don't know if, if people still cash checks, but let's say, for instance, this particular, particular example. You get your paycheck, you go to the check cashing place, or you go to the bank you deposit it, but unconsciously, you grab three deposit slips. Unconsciously. It's just it just becomes a habit. Because I want to save twenty thousand, but I grab three deposit slips. So it's not just I cash the check. It's I cash it. The- Promo code, big deal at checkout, and get your tickets now. Don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights, take your brand to new heights, take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer. Okay, I'll see you at the summit, and don't forget to use promo code. Big deal. Check. I need this amount going here. I need this amount going here. This, this is it's unconscious. Yeah. I developed this at the Cheesecake Factory because I come home with cash. Before every single night, every single night, it became, first it was like conscious competence where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take 10% and put it in this little little box, that little box, 10% put it in this little box, this little box. And And I had like envelopes. I just call them like box or buckets. And some days I'll forget, but eventually I did it often enough and I wanted to create a habit because I wanted to be better financially. Eventually it became routine. As soon as I get home, I had this little, and it seemed like it, it, it was like so automatic. I'll take my cash out of my apron before I even take my apron off. I go up under my bed, get the three envelopes. I distribute it into the envelopes, put it back under my mattress, and then I take my apron off. Then I go about my day. It was a habit. And it helped me accomplish some of my financial goals. Not as not that I was directly focused on the financial goal, I was focused on creating a habit. And once I created the habit, the financial goals magically appeared. Isn't that cool? It became an unconscious competence. When I come in the house, even if somebody came to my house with me after work, I would I would just go. Uh, yo, about the run stairs real quick. I'll be right back. Let me go get let me go get dressed. I run upstairs. Money out, envelopes under the bed. Distribute. My point is, y- y'all get you get my point, right? I don't gotta keep driving this thing. Y'all know it. Like the, the the the. Some of you need to be held accountable to create the habit, not accountable to do the thing short term. How's our entrepreneurial journey this month so far? Scaling one to five. One. I'm about to. I'm about to just get a job, y'all. we back. Going back to the job, going back to corporate, it ain't worth it. Um, or two, it's amazing. We're rocking right now. I mean, five, five, five. I'm sorry, five. Multi-billionaire, it's happening. No problem, no worries. Um, yeah. Hmm. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, well, look, guys, Um, I want you guys to know that entrepreneurship is tough. It's really, really hard. I don't know what this is on my hat, but um, let me get that off of there. It looks crazy. Um, Entrepreneurship is tough. If you can get through this tough stuff, you'll be fine. Uh, I'd be wanting to quit all the time, if I could be honest. Okay, I could be honest without judgment, right? They're not judging me right now, right? I be wanting to quit all the time. Well, I okay, I can't say that I want to quit. I can say that I be wanting to start over. I want to start all over. I mean, you got a lot of stuff in place. And sometimes it's you be wanting to just wipe the slate clean, start all over, and just go. But you can't do that. You can't do that. You have to fight through it. You have to work through it. Uh I had a conversation with somebody on my team yesterday which I am excited about the growth in my journey cuz it's more stuff that I can teach. Um but uh yeah, man. It ain't for the faint of heart. It is however rewarding if you can get through all the weird stuff. If you can get through all the anxieties and all the issues and all the insecurities and all the mess ups and all the disappointments and all the theft and all the lying and all the judgment and all the finger pointing and all the cancellations and all the loss of money and all the fear and all the bad investments. If you can get through all that, you are going to be fine. So my advice to you today right now is to just handle all the battles that you have right now on the level that you're on right now, okay? Handle the battles that you have right now. I'm telling you, but I'm really telling myself that whatever, the, battle, the, the battle that we think is so big and insurmountable and so tough the mountain that we have to get over the mountains only get bigger but you don't even get to that bigger mountain until you get stronger but you can't get stronger until you get over the mountain that's in front of you that's the only way you get stronger i'm a much better uh leader than i was last year but i'm not nearly as good as i'm going to be next year so i mean there's there's a, there's a lot that you have to get over right now. I feel your pain. Wherever you're at, I've probably been there. Whatever you're dealing with right now, I've probably been there. I know what you're saying, but Dave, I'm building my business, death in a family. I've been there. I've been there. I was living in an apartment, working at the Cheesecake Factory. Building my T-shirt brand when my father passed. Tough. These situations are not easy. Uh, um, all right, good. These situations aren't easy. I, I mean, yeah, I've I've been in situations where I lost a good bit of money. I lost a bunch of money. I've been in situations where I have a business. And people that I think I can trust are stealing. They're just stealing. And I have this inclination, but the person's stealing, and then I catch them stealing. And I'm not good with tough conversations. So how do I have the conversation with someone that's stealing when I'm just not, I I just don't like confrontation. So I ask a bunch of questions, and my hope is that they tell on themselves, and they do. And I'm like, why would you do that? Wow. Well, you firing with a smile. No hard feelings, no anger. Got to make decisions, y'all. Okay? All right. So let's just, y'all ready for the conversation today? That was my little monologue for uh, what I'm experiencing now. And y'all, it's just, there's a lot of adjustments, a lot of adjustments. And my, listen, holding me, you know, uh, uh, I asked Reese one time, I don't know how the conversation happened, but my accountability is tough conversations, being able to tell people what they need to know, even though, even though they are gonna come up with an excuse or a reason. I know it. I know it doesn't it doesn't fail every time there's going to be an excuse or a reason, but you still gotta have the tough conversation because when you people that are wrong, let's say, never believe that they're wrong. When I'm wrong, I don't think I'm wrong. Anytime I do something and someone else doesn't like it, I have a really good reason for why I did what I did. Right? So my my uh my accountability is tough conversations. Uh, but uh, we are going to have an amazing time this week. Guys, if you're uh, coming to Atlanta, uh, get a really, I really uh, would like to spend you know, half a day with you all and really get to, it'd, it'd be cool, like networking, coming together. But um, there are real issues that are going on inside your brain and inside your life. That are preventing you from becoming successful, and I think even our skewed idea of success—like we don't really know what success is—and we're chasing something, but we don't even recognize what we're chasing. That could be a that could really be a real play on your mental, it could be a real play on your brain. Imagine chasing something, but you don't know what you're looking for. You don't even know what you're chasing. Who haven't defined success yet? And this is going directly into our conversation about the missing pieces of accountability part two. We need to know what we're chasing, right? Yesterday, so I'll do a quick recap. We got to know what the mission is because if you don't know the mission and you're just working hard, you will burn out. Trust me. Anybody been there? You chase something that you think you want, but you didn't. You realize, dang, that ain't really what I want. That ain't even really what's going to make me happy. A whole lot of money isn't going to make me happy. Having money with no purpose is sadness. Oh my gosh. You can only imagine having a bunch of money with no purpose or direction for the money. No, no, like you don't know where the money is going to go. You just have it. And because you have it, one, you're a target. Two, you don't know who loves you and for what reason. This is tough. So we're chasing money just to have it, but we don't. We don't know what we're going to do with it. If I can be honest, as I, I listen, it's not like for me, and I and I'm I'm so blessed in this way. Um, it's not that I want to make more money, to have more money, or to get more stuff, or. Make more money so that I can go make more money. Now, yes, we want to make more money. I get it. But I am blessed. And I really, really do believe that I am blessed because I'm not feverishly chasing that next level. I want to get to the next level. Listen, I am just as ambitious as everybody else. But I'm okay. I've always been like that. I There's not like this is not good enough. It's hard to explain, kind of, because you will see me ambitious. I'll go after certain things. So I'm not, I'm not saying I don't want more, but I go after more because I do like who I become through the process of building something. So the more I make, the more I'm just gonna put out into like into the world. The more I make, I'll put out into my church. I love that stuff. My I, I made a certain said, make a million save a million, tie the million. I've not yet tied the million. And that's the next goal. I got this vision where, okay, I could make a, yo, Waddle and Gilly, I'm getting to the presentation. Don't worry about it. Waddle and Gilly just got, um, it, it's, the blogs are saying a hundred million dollars for a podcast. It's like a few year deal or whatever, a hundred million dollars. Whew. I said, wow, the blogs are saying 100 million. Now, I, I, no one's confirmed it. And I haven't talked to Wallo yet. I call him every day, though. Like, yo, I didn't, I didn't know what's going on, bro. But all the blogs are saying 100 million. But you know what? I saw the 100 million. The 100 million wasn't saying, yo, oh my gosh, if I can get 100 million, you know what I would do? You know where I would travel? You know, what stuff I'd buy? The first thing that would go to my head is, I couldn't wait to write a $10 million check to my church. <laughs> that would be so cool. You know what I mean? So I if if you are blessed enough to not to not accomplish something and as soon as you accomplish it that's not good enough and you got to keep chasing that cycle never stops. If you are blessed enough enough to not fall into that, man, you are experiencing a life of understanding what's really really important. Another thing and okay, I'm gonna get I'm I'm gonna get through today's presentation, okay um and I don't say t- I haven't seen this i I haven't said this a lot or I haven't said it like publicly like that and maybe we have a conversation about it um, but legacy how okay, so how many people are really pursuing legacy building a legacy. So far after you're gone, it's Legacy, 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 legacy. Good, I love it. My opinion, it's overrated. Legacy is overrated. No matter how much you accomplish, just my opinion, okay? This is my personal philosophy. No matter how much you accomplish, the idea that you have for your legacy is not really going to be like. So think about this. Think about think about somebody. This is just me, just me. Okay, you're not wrong. My philosophy. Martin Luther King. If if anybody, if anybody, is having a legacy conversation, it's a Martin Luther King. This man, his picture. Is in all the schools around America. I went into a restaurant, a high-end restaurant, and there was a painting of Martin Luther King, especially in Atlanta. We are heavy in Atlanta. The man's got his whole, his his own day. Martin Luther King has a holiday, a national holiday that everyone recognizes. Streets named after this man. But when you come to MLK Boulevard you don't even think about that man you just think of the street. When you think of like like MLK day, it's not like you watch old videos okay or listen to Martin Luther King's speeches, you enjoy the day off and you have a cookout with your friends <laughs> I mean I, this he has a you know, he has a legacy. now if anybody has a legacy, it is him. But people don't really care. I mean, you could probably recite more uh, Jay Z raps than Martin Luther King's speeches. He did amazing things for his, his 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 race and his people for sure. I now I appreciate him, and I'm thinking, yo, this I draw inspiration from Martin for sure. But, all right, Malcolm X. Malcolm X did a lot. You talk about legacy. Malcolm X, golly, fought for his people. He ain't even get a day. He should have got a day. He don't have as many streets, really. Yo, some of the people, the men who built America, yes, like, so, um, like, um, J.P. Morgan, he has a bank. Some of y'all just look at it as a bank. That was a person. Person to build the railroads. Carnegie. We see Carnegie Hall as just a building, but he was a pioneer of America. Nobody cares. Nobody cares, man. And wealth doesn't really travel well. If you watch the interview with, I'm I'm going somewhere, I I promise you. (laughs) I do you like that? Where's he going with this? Uh, Dan Cathy, Dan Cathy, his dad started Chick-fil-A. Most people don't know his name. (laughs) which is uh, legacy stuff. Most people don't know his name's Truett, Kathy. Um, He passed Chick-fil-A down to Dan. Kathy, Dan just passed it down to Andrew. Legacy, family, generation, three generations. He said most family businesses don't go past the second generation. Most of them fumble the ball. He's a brilliant man. His family set up for a little while, for sure, until somebody in his family decides to sell, and then that legacy will be gone. I don't know. You think about McDonald's before the before the McDonald's movie, nobody knew Ray Kroc was. Yes, Marcus Garvey has a legacy for sure, but you can't. I mean, most not you, maybe, but most people can't explain who Marcus Garvey is or what he did. Malcolm X has a street in Brooklyn. Wonderful. <laughs> you would never been there and paid homage. All the stuff he did, he gets a street. And I'm sure he has a couple streets, but he ain't got like one in every hood. And why is Martin Luther streets in every hood? Why is it in like downtown? I don't know. I'm just making conversation. Okay. My point is, my point is. Some of our goal might be chasing legacy, which is cool. You should want your family and your children's children to eat for sure. I want the same thing. But you got to dance while the music is playing. Try not to trade your mental health for trying to build something that won't last. It is a biblical belief that this world won't even be here long. People say we're living in the last days. How many people agree with that or have said that or heard that and agree we are living in the last days, which means we don't got a whole lot of days left on this earth, if that's your belief? So I want to build for the next 50 years, but I believe we're living in the last days. I mean, it's kind of contradictory. This is just my, my belief, okay? And and this is a hack. What I'm saying is a hack, okay? If we begin to focus on how we feel and how we're living and what's going on mentally right now, without the pressures of trying to figure out the next 30 years when we really don't even know what's going on, the next 30 hours, it takes a lot of pressure off of you and you get to enjoy the journey and you become a lot more effective if you're enjoying the journey as an entrepreneur and you fall in love with the process. I like to play basketball. Do you know why I like to play basketball? Because I'm not going to the NBA. I had, I had sights on the NBA, but it wasn't like that deep. But my first love was just hooping. I like to hoop. And just by default as a kid, as I'm hooping, I got better. Because I enjoyed it. Nobody had to force me to go outside and hoop. I just couldn't. I couldn't get enough of it. I love it. I get to hang out with my friends. I get to right, trash talk. I get to learn the new crossovers that Allen Iverson did in the commercial the night before. That might be before some of y'all time. Them Reebok commercials in a... Or the and one mixtapes, oh my gosh, we just go outside and play and we'd enjoy the journey. My point is some of us are really focused on strategizing, trying to figure out the next hundred years, trying to set up our family, 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 family for generations, kids, 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 instead of enjoying what's happening right now. I gave my daughter a bath two nights in a row, pure bliss. I could not, man everything goes away. Me and her, I enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment. You got to enjoy this journey of entrepreneurship, y'all. Please, please start to enjoy it. Start to enjoy the ups and the downs. Business is frustrated, but then after I get off the calls and all the Zooms and all the issues and putting out all the fires, at the end, I get to reflect and say, wow, how can I grow? What did I learn today? I shouldn't have said that like that. This is what I need to do moving forward. Got it. And then I go in the house and I eat tacos with my family. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, Dave, you built the business so you have that luxury. It was like that when I was working at the Cheesecake Factory. Trust me. When I was building my T-shirt brand at the Cheesecake Factory, same stuff. Uh, The same attitude, same mindset. I'm going to enjoy this journey. I like the fact that I'm building this. And the fact that I was having fun, it was like my customers and the people I'm networking with can tell that I'm having fun and it ain't that serious for me. And I got the belief that I'm going to be successful. I feel it in my heart. I feel it in my head. I am strategizing, but the strategy was so much fun coming up with the plan and actually watching me say I'm going to do something and actually do it was the reward for me, whether the reward came or not. The reward is I say it and then I do it. Amazing. That made me feel good. And because I got a good energy from saying I'm going to do something, being held accountable and doing the thing, and that's what what makes me feel good. It kept me doing the thing and it kept me hitting goals and it kept me going. We're going to do a real quick recap of yesterday, okay? Now, I'm not saying don't build a legacy. You should. And keep making your videos about legacy. I'm not mad at you. We're just having a conversation. I I never, ever claim that what I have to say is the only way that things can be done. I don't often claim the stuff I'm talking about is actually right either. So if somebody asks me a question, I'm going to give you an answer. And if you say, are you sure? I'll say, maybe. Maybe. It worked for me, that's why I only give advice on the things that I discuss or the things that I do. I only preach what I practice because I'm just telling you what has worked for me and what I've observed, but you may have another way. It may, listen, on my Q and A's and we're moving like Thursday and Friday to Q and A. On my Q and A's, I'm giving you my perspective. It may be right, it may work for you, I don't know but I'm gonna give you a good perspective and some things to think about and based on my own experiences, I don't know. So I'm just having a conversation. I could be totally off about the whole legacy thing. That could be, I should, I maybe I should chase a legacy. Maybe I should, I don't know. Anyway, all right, cool, let's get into it. Yesterday's message was about the missing pieces of accountability. Uh, I think one was knowing the mission. We got to know the mission, knowing what you're going to accomplish. Okay. How bad do you even desire to go after that mission? Remember, we got to decide if this is really, really important to us or not. And what part is really, really important to us? Also, do you have multiple missions? And if so, does the missions, do the missions interfere with each other? Will one mission interfere with another mission? Maybe the mission is to become a better wife and mother. Main mission. We also have another mission to go make as much money as we can and be successful and go build. I'm not saying you shouldn't have both missions, but we should have the conversation. of If I have these two missions, are they conflicting a little bit? The mission is to learn and get to know my child more, but I want to learn and get to know this business more, but I can't necessarily do both as a focus. We got to have the conversation at least when we start talking about what we're going after. Okay. Uh, The the next thing was the goal is uh, to be unconsciously competent. I run over that real quickly. Okay. Unconsciously competent. So the first level of consciousness is unconscious incompetent, meaning you don't know what you don't know. You have no idea that you don't have any idea. Like, you don't know that you don't know. The second level of consciousness is conscious incompetent, meaning you you graduate to a level where you know the things that you don't know. You understand. I was building my YouTube channel, and I thought if I put up good content, people will always watch, and they weren't. It started to fall off. So then I go to all these conferences and events. And then I'm like, oh, crap. I didn't know that the title, the thumbnail, and uh, the topic, the title, and the thumbnail had this great impact on my YouTube channel. So now I know now that I didn't know. I I know that I didn't know this. And now I know that I don't know how to implement it. So then we just... Implemented. And we move to the next level of competence, which is conscious competence, meaning I think about it and I do it. I think about it and I know it. I know what I know. I know what I know. If I sit there and think about it, I can figure this out because I know what I know. I'm conscious competent. But we want to graduate to the fourth level, which is unconscious competence, meaning you don't even have to think about it. It becomes so routine, it's so night and day. As a as a podcaster, I am unconscious competent. I, I, I've graduated to the level of unconscious competence. I don't have to think about how I'm going to ask the question or how I'm going to reply or how I'm going to rebuttal. I do this because I've studied it and I do it all the time. In the beginning, it was conscious competence. Right. I know the questions I should ask. I'm orchestrating now. I just sit in a chair let us rock. OK, um, so that is the goal. Um, the goal to, should be to develop a habit. So if we develop habits, then we become unconsciously competent. Okay. Um, we're gonna get we're gonna jump into number three for today. Uh that was just a quick recap. Number three, finding the right accountability partner is important. You need to find the right accountability partner, okay? Someone who cares or or has an incentive to help. Okay, you need to find someone who who really cares about your goal or has some sort of incentive to help. So some of the people that work for me can hold me me accountable because there's an incentive. If you hold me accountable for doing what I need to do, then the company grows and we all benefit. Or your spouse, let's say, They, that needs to be your accountability partner because your spouse directly benefits from the growth of you and growth of the business. So they may hold you accountable a little tighter than your homeboy who's kind of lackadaisical. So you need to find somebody, not just just your homegirl because you think they care, but they don't because they got their own stuff to care about, right? Number two in that, you need like someone who's a consistent person. You need to find somebody that's responsible. I mean, somebody organized, somebody structured, that can hold you accountable because they'll put you on their schedule, especially if they have some sort of incentive. Man, you start designing the perfect accountability partner like this, you realize, you anybody just throw it in the chat. You ever ask your friend to hold you accountable And after two days, they forgot and they don't mention, they don't start holding you accountable until you mention it. I thought you were going to hold me accountable. Oh, well, did you do your thing? (laughs) Or are you on the phone like, ah, I was supposed to do it today. They're like, come on, man. You know, you got to do it. That's a good form of accountability, right? But I'm talking about somebody who calls and says, yo, I had this idea for a business one time and I started sharing it a lot. And I'm like, yo, I want somebody to do this business, man. This would this would be an incredible, incredible business model. Okay, think about this. Hear me out. The whole business model is predicated on accountability. Meaning you pay me X amount of dollars a month. I don't know if it's $15 a month, $20 a month, $30 a month, $50 a month. I don't know. Something. Tell me, Okay, y'all put it in the chat. Tell me how much you gonna pay for this. For someone to hold you accountable three days a week. I'm talking about you get a phone call three days a week. Yo, um, real quick, just checking on your progress. You said you was going to do this and this and this. And you say, oh, I ain't do it. And they actually get on your case. Like, are you making excuses or are you going to get it done? Oh, I'm, I'm going to get it done. Okay, well, I'm going to be calling you Wednesday. Today's Monday. I'm going to call you Wednesday. Please have it done. Don't let Don't let me down. Don't let yourself down. Aren't you tired of saying you're going to do stuff and you don't? Aren't you tired of setting goals and not accomplishing them? That could be a three-minute call. It'd be a dope business model, right? I mean, like somebody to actually hold you accountable. Somebody that's real annoying, real arrogant, real like you know the person that you get mad at. Like, yo, bro, get off my phone. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you right now. You need that. That'd be a dope business. I just and he like you could like hire VAs to call. You know what I mean? And they just nonstop, their whole job is to call people. They got got 1,000 people that's getting like three calls a week. It'll be, I think, it would be lit. I think it would be lit. I just don't have the capacity to build the business. So that's why I give y'all the idea. And then so y'all ain't going to do it though. So it is what it is. All right. The more people you tell, the more accountable you'll be held. The more people you tell, the more accountable you'll be held. Okay. This is important. That we got to make our goals public. As public as possible, okay. Um, social media. Put your whole family in a group chat. Sit your family down at the table. Get really, really serious about it. And tell the whole family. It's easy for you to let you down, because you ain't gonna hold you accountable. It's not like if you say you're gonna do something and you don't do it, you hold yourself accountable and beat yourself up about it you just get inspired you listen to a episode of social proof podcast or you listen to some eric thomas or inky johnson or you listen to some motivational speeches and you get back on the horse yes i'm back i'm gonna do it this week nothing's holding me back nothing's gonna stop me and then the next week something holds you back and something stops you uh because it's just you so the more people you have holding you accountable, the better. Okay, uh, make big goals as public as possible. As public as possible. Keep listen on your accountability. If you really want to be held accountable or like even reminded, the thing that you the thing that you tell Brent in the morning about being account like the thing you're gonna do, make a post on Instagram or make a post on Facebook or TikTok or just make a post. Or put it in the group chat, your friend group chat that y'all talk about and y'all be putting y'all, the people that y'all laughing at in the chat and you share your memes and you share your social media posts and y'all talk about the old days of college and that group chat. How many people got that group chat? Just be real, okay? Just how many of y'all got the group chat where y'all talk about absolutely nothing with your college friends or your your homegirls? Oh, now everybody all active earlier, but now we're not going to keep it on OK. All right. I'm just checking. Put it in there. Hey, y'all, this is what I'm going to do today. I'm going to accomplish it. This is what I'm going to do today. I'm going to accomplish it. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. Keep telling them every morning. When y'all do that accountability in the morning, you need to text that group chat too. You know what's crazy? You will probably change the tide of that conversation. Believe it or not, and trust me, just try it. You put it in there for three days, you will see some of your wretched friends. So all the wretchedness, the one I'm talking about, you will see them putting their chat. I am not going to call Tyrone today. Nope. He's going to have to call me. That's one of my goals. Hold me accountable, y'all. <laughs> don't make. Don't let me call Tyrone. Okay, I'm not going back over there. I don't care what his baby mama say or I don't care what he say. I know he say they separated, but I'm not going. <laughs> Tyrone. I'm still. You know, if anybody's name is Tyrone, I'm sorry, but that's the name. <laughs> that is the name for that profile in. All right, man. All right, so, uh, all right, cool. Make the big goals as public as possible. Throw in group chats. Okay. uh, You should probably be a part. Uh, uh, Oh, part of your accountability task should be reminding your account- accountability partner to hold you accountable. So if you have an accountability partner, part of your accountability task could be reminding your accountability partner to hold you accountable. Got it? So if you have an accountability partner, one of your accountabilities is a whole to obviously hold them accountable, but to remind them to hold you accountable. So you're selfishly holding them accountable. You spark the conversation every day. Good. Okay. You holding you accountable won't work for 95% of us. All right. Cool. And lastly, and, uh, we're going to get out of here. And I want to hear, hear from some of you all. Okay. Uh, you got to start measuring the mission. Are we getting closer? Are we getting further away? Are we getting better? Are we getting worse? Is it growing? Is it not growing? Okay. You have to start measuring if the stuff is working. Okay. And not looking for an immediate result, but is it working? Like, so working could be your accountability is to make your bed, let's say, or clean your bathroom sink every day. Clean your bathroom sink every day. Let's say that's your accountability. Well, Is it working? Meaning, am I being more consistent? Have I done it 12 times? Have I done it 13 times in a row? Let's just start measuring. No more excuses, y'all. Own the wins and own the losses. No more excuses for what you set out to accomplish. Half the battle of entrepreneurial success is the stuff that I'm talking about right now.